Hey, first of all, first of all. Hey, hey, I'm talking hey, here. Hey, I'm hey, hey. I don't oh, mean to. Where are we? Where hey, are we, fellas? Hey, I don't mean to cut fellas, you off. Fellas, fellas, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to cut you off. But welcome to, welcome to the, you're going to bleep this, right? You're going to bleep this shit? Yeah, I'm going to bleep this shit. Yeah, yeah, you're going to bleep this bullshit right here, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, get yeah. on with it. The people are waiting. I'm waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been waiting, man. Come on. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Jamal, hey. what kind of accent is that? Hey, you're not, yeah, what the kind of accent is that, huh? That's first of all, first of all, welcome to Otaku Street. Ah. What, what are we? What are we? We are the literally, the literally the first podcast. The right? only. The oh, only podcast. We're gonna talk some anime. We're gonna talk some video games. We're gonna talk cannolis. We're gonna talk pizza. We're gonna talk bagels. And we're gonna talk that stupid fucking Mario game. That fucking dumbass fucking stupid soccer game, hey, huh? Don't forget the gabagool. <laughs> don't forget the gabagool. We're gonna talk <laughs> the gabagool. I love me some gabagool, you know what I'm saying? All right, hater shades are off, boys. Snap back to reality. Oops, there goes gravity. Anyways, now that that dumb shit's over, uh, welcome to Otaku Street. Bro, I cannot do that accent as well as you. That was very good. That was great. That was awesome. What's on the agenda today, boys? What do we got? Uh, first thing, first thing, first thing, Mario Strikers. Mario Strikers has been released. The season has yet to start, but boy, do I have some slander for Nintendo again. We got lots to talk about, fellas. We got lots to fucking talk about. Um, wait, before we, before this, first of all, Strikers is a huge segment on this episode. It before sure we get fucking is, but before we get to that, um, can we at least mention Sasha Banks allegedly getting released from the WWE? Oh yes, and they they got a whole lot of bullshit going on right now. Everybody's hurt. Um, Vince is about to go to trial for some shit. Apparently, he was a uh, he was passing women, uh, like tag teaming with uh, Mr. People Power himself, John Laurinaitis, also known as Johnny Ace. What? Um, yep. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, yeah, it's ugly. It's not it's not looking good for Vince and Co. Um, and you know what's funny? I don't know if you guys remember. He's like, gonna sell. I'm well, sorry. I mean, yeah, I think that's the plan, like, somewhere down the line. But I don't know if you guys saw that Stephanie McMahon, like, stepped down from her position. Well, it was like a like shit. a temporary I mean, thing, though. Right. Allegedly. It was supposed to, to be happen, temporary. Right. Supposed to be. But for that to happen a couple weeks ago, and now we see this, it's just not looking good. Randy Orton's hurt. Cody Rhodes is hurt. Uh Roman Reigns is probably... Off, so now there's no yeah. championship on TV ever. 
Um, like you know, the, Brock the, the, the Brock Lesnar is still out. You know, cutting up fucking bulls and shit. Like yeah, he's he's out hunting in Saskatchewan, just having the time of his fucking life. And now um, Sasha like, apparently got. He is on its. Uh, I don't want to say it's on its last legs. It's never on its last legs, but they're looking really shitty compared to AEW, which is just bringing all the other wrestling companies together well, one by one. AEW. 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 AEW has also got some some problems going on. Yeah, they do. They do. They they do, but the problem is not with their the problem is not with their uh it's not with their wrestling product. I mean, for sure, but like behind the scenes, it seems like uh from what I've heard that like Tony Khan is uh he's still booking it decently well, but he is he thinks he's got like an infinite amount of money and he has a lot of fucking money, but it seems like he's forgetting um, how much money actually goes into not only production, um, but also like long-term payment of talent that like he needs to maintain and not just bringing in big, big pop star. Like for example, when was the last time we saw Keith Lee? Uh, Keith Lee is actually scheduled to be on rampage tomorrow. He was also at that. That's a bad example, bro. Keith Lee was literally just at their last big show. Okay, I don't watch the weekly episodes, but I said the last big show, which is the pay per view. I don't watch. Uh, well, you know, so you don't watch anything. Well, well, yeah. I all I do is I see <laughs> posts and then I go and watch highlight videos. Okay, but no, 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 no. well, yeah, no. But they how... are spending a lot of money on talent. They're bringing it. I mean, I, you know, what's funny. I still haven't seen the MJF promo. Okay. That thing that when is, I whoa. when I told you that that was like 2011 CM Punk like level, he goes the fuck, <laughs> dude. I'm not lying. Nah, I gotta I gotta go and see it because I I still wanted to catch up. I was a couple shows behind, but now it's getting to the point where it's like uh, I might as well just watch what's on now. Um, but yeah, so Sasha allegedly getting released is pretty big because if that is the case, then she's going to be the biggest free agent in the entire industry. Uh, but then again, no maybe she, maybe she doesn't want to wrestle for another, you know, company. Like maybe she wants to go full time into into acting and, and get parts on that. You know, listen, so. that girl is talented. And she has she has options lined up. She needs a lot of work with her acting but it's still good like it's a lot better than where a lot of wrestlers start off hey look man the rock the rock didn't start off as you know well i mean to be fair the rock plays himself in everything bro <laughs> but can we talk uh, about the scorpion black adam king, trailer scorpion is yeah. very different than black adam i'll, I'll tell you we, that we, we can definitely talk about it but so obviously hold on come out come out come out come out oh, oh my god oh yes Yes, I'm about to interrupt you because I'm bringing up my goddamn topic now. <laughs> yeah, go on. So, <clears throat> did you guys hear? Nope. That a man was fired from a, a company named Google for allegedly leaking that Google has AI that's sentient. Oh, you know, I read that. Was it leak or was it a claim? He he came out and was like, "Yes, this is what's happening over at 
I I ran this interview with the robot and it told me that it is sentient and had a full on conversation conversation with me. Nelson Tesla, like it's 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 getting scary. Bro, I saw some tweets like about that because I did see something real quick about it. Uh, what was it like earlier this week or last week? No, it had to be like early this week, right? And so I saw a tweet. It was like, uh, "Oh my God, guess what?" And everyone's like, "Like what? Like what's so what's so important about what you're about to tell us?" My AI said that it was sentient, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, breaking news! An AI is sentient." But there's no like. There's no like evidence of it. It's just like some guy said that his AI was sentient. But, and like, I get it's an AI, but I feel like because he was able to like go back and forth with it, he was just like, oh, I'm going to marry this fucking thing. <laughs> oh, like, ah, well, let's, let's just chill. Let's give it some time. Maybe it'll learn. And, you know, if it does become sentient, then we're all fucked, you know? I mean, they're making like real skin for robots also they are yeah well they're also still making like multi-layered like pocket pussies so i don't want to hear shit <laughs> okay they're making uh, hey <laughs> <laughs> hey <laughs> you heard him yeah we're you know we're a hop and a skip away from cyberpunk 2077 well, we got fucking robots walking around this bitch, sex sex robots, fucking helpers doing shit in the house. Like I'm telling you, that shit is coming. That shit is that shit is coming. Can I say something about? So, you remember? I think it was like last week when I sent you a sketch, uh, you know, idea of a cyberpunk piece that I wanted to do. Mm. So in modern games, they make way too many fucking like intricate details on their characters so v like canon v like you know the guy who was in the trailers and all that shit he has like fucking like knobs on his shoulders for no fucking reason they serve no purpose they're part of the jacket but like that's just one of the little things that you have to like sketch out you have to draw and it's such a pain in the ass because they're they're nothing they're nothing and then johnny silverhand his fucking arm has so many wires and like poles and shit inside of it. Honestly, I might just give up on that piece because like it's so much detail. It's way too much detail, I might I might say. But does that make me a lazy artist? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. say so. If given how many things you've made over the past for as long as I've known you, yeah, I think I think you can you can take one L and be okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like so the reason why like fucking anime characters and comic book characters are so like they're not easy to draw but they're fun to draw is because the details make sense. You know what I mean? Mm. Like the small details you want to put them in there because they're you know there are going to be people like looking for those little things. Um for example, uh the, the one of the latest uh drawings I did with uh Tanjiro and Zenitsu. Mm. Zenitsu has white triangles on his uh kimono and if i didn't put those in most people wouldn't see it but the people that like love zenitsu would would see it and they'd be like where the fuck is white triangles like um, me 
exactly. And then also Tanji or uh, uh, Zenitsu also has yellow and blue lightning. So I had to make a point to put both of them in there instead of just making it one yellow or like all yellow or all blue. I had to put both of them in there. Cause I was like, fuck that. I'm not going to not do it. I'm, not, I'm, I'm probably never going to draw Zenitsu again, unless it's like a couple years down the line. I'm like, dude, let's fucking go. I want to draw Zenitsu. I'm fucking I'm drunk as shit right now. Um, but you don't know there might be a time skip homie <laughs> don't tempt me with a good time chris <laughs> um but no fucking like v and and johnny silverhand from cyberpunk like they're fun characters you know especially silverhand but like a lot of the shit doesn't it's not necessary it's just to make it look like more quote-unquote realistic and i i'm not i'm not trying to do that you know um it's really it's hard to translate like my style of drawing to uh like a a next gen 3d character you know what i mean yeah unless like yeah unless like i feel like the game or whatever you're drawing inspiration from is very stylized i can imagine that yeah hard like i could see you drawing a killer ass persona shit but persona is also anime stylized so like you know shit like that yeah it, so i feel bad because uh i mean i really like cyberpunk chris i know you love cyberpunk uh Michael is even despite all the hate and like shit that he has you know kind of thrown towards cyberpunk and he's gonna hear this and he's gonna be like i didn't fucking i didn't hate it I didn't fucking. I just had my criticism because it was it was it was the finished game. I'm like, all right, shut shut up, shut up. Yes, you. That's you, extremely valid, though. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And it, but even despite that, he was like, listen, like if you draw this and it looks good, like that's easy views, bro, on TikTok. You know, like people love this type of style. And who knows? Maybe I'll go back and do it and just like make it more simple and don't worry about all the like tiniest fucking details um but you know anyways um i don't even know honestly i don't even know how we fucking got here in any case yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah can we hurry it up i'm trying to slander Nintendo. all right okay <laughs> all right. let's go let's get into it what, what's the all next right. what's uh jamal did you have anything that you wanted to bring to the show today I know that um, Avatar: The Last Airbender. They're making three anim animated films. Yes, I don't know really what the story is going to be like. It's obviously going to follow Angina. Maybe it'll follow the comics, but for right now, we don't really know much of the story. At least I don't know much of the story. It better be good. The creators have a say in it, so yes, it will be good. No, I expect I expect it to be great, not even good. I expect greatness. <laughs> um and it's animated so it has to there's no way that they make it better uh, is it a remake or is it like no it's just no it's just it's in the universe additional thing oh bad that's even better three movies yeah, shit. yeah three, three animated movies the thing is, though, we don't know what time period they're taking right. place in. even yeah. even if it's in the past i don't care more avatar is good this is good shit oh absolutely but I, I I just want to know like where it is, 
I don't know, man. I feel like we've we've heard so much about this whole, oh yeah, Avatar Studios, blah, blah, blah. I need to see a trailer, bro. I need to know when this is happening, where it's happening, yeah. and like how I can see it. Still don't know much about the live action Avatar thing that's still in the works. The Netflix thing, right? Yeah. Um, see, more things to be wasting time. Yeah, so I'm not going to make any prejudgments on it, but I saw this little clip uh, about the Netflix One Piece. Is it a is it a series? I think it's a series, right? Yeah. Um, the guy that they casted for Luffy, uh, not not sure how I feel about him. If you got have you have you guys seen that video where they're like talking? It's it's the Luffy actor and then two of the showrunners, and they're like, "Here's some set pieces that we have for the yeah, show." I saw it. Did you see mm-hmm. it, Jamal? I did not see it. The set pieces look, they look solid. They look good. And granted, I'm not oh, the yeah, biggest. Oh, yeah, the set pieces look good. I'm not the biggest One Piece fan. I don't think any of us are like the, you know, we're not diehard One Piece guys. We've already talked about this before. But um, just hearing hearing the main actor talk, you can, like, you know, he's trying. Um, but he has, like, he has, I, I can't tell what accent it is. Um, it just, it doesn't really work with Luffy. But then again, like maybe it will you know i'm not saying that because that because he has an accent in general it won't work but that one in particular just sounds like weird i'm sending Um, it to the chat now okay uh i again i don't know where the actor's from Um, no i don't know where he's from either but his his voice was kind of weird you're absolutely right it was like it it's i don't know if he was like in character there or not it was weird it was like he was he was trying to be a little bit and i feel like he was it was weird it was so weird the the inflections he had in his voice where he like would raise it to his little higher pitch like it it had the right inflection on it but the pronunciation of certain words was just like weird um and that's not because of the accent itself it's just because i'm putting him in like like Luffy, like that's supposed to be Luffy. Right, right. We we have an English version Luffy and a Japanese version Luffy. We know what he's supposed to sound like. Not like, uh, you know, like, um, does a Brazilian Luffy work? Maybe. Maybe. But <laughs> does it? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It could. I don't know. I mean, it can. I think he shouldn't try to match because I mean, obviously, those voice actors are their own people. Like, yeah. I think as he, as soon as, if, at least if he can capture the general personality of Luffy, I think he can. I mean, he sh- he has he has more of a chance of making it work. They're ready to try to capture like the same kind of high pitched voice. Yeah, I mean, but again, the the high pitch, like the pitch of the voice, sounds pretty good. It was just the pronunciation of certain words when he was talking. I was like, mm. this might be distracting to the mass audiences. If it's distracting in this one little clip where he's talking with side by side with the showrunners, it it I don't know if that'll go over well with a lot of the because we know how fucking just obsessed and toxic that <laughs> that audience can be. So uh best of luck. Best of luck is all I can say. All right. Are we... uh, how about this? How about this, boys? How about we what? play guess the nationality. Hmm? When the show comes out, we're going to play Guess That Nationality, and we're going to see where all the pirates are coming from, because they're not all, they can't all be English, you know, they can't, all, not English, they can't all have English 
uh, accents. Where are they going to come from? Let's take a guess. And when let's make English. Do you mean like British English? Uh, I'm sure some of them will be like when you think pirates, but like who's going to have an American accent? Who's going to have like a Colombian, you know, fucking accent? Who's going to have a South African <laughs> accent? Colombian accent. <laughs> like you never, dude, I don't fucking know. They might go that route. They might just have fucking like 20 different accents all throughout the show, which would honestly, that that'd would be, be cool. That'd be pretty I mean, sick. I feel like because, that's appropriate. Hey, it's a pretty hey, multicultural. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty right. multicultural. Exactly. Uh, they have so many different characters and so many different like, like nationalities in that show already. I feel like it would work. Dude, you know what? You know what? Fuck everything I just said. Fuck everything. I hope Luffy has like the thickest accent. <laughs> of all time i want everyone in the show i want every single character in the show from luffy all the way up to kaido if they even go that far they probably, no it'll probably, it'll probably i think be- they're going only up to like Ooh, chopper if- chop chopper's like i don't even think chopper's gonna be in the show so i'm about to say they they can't even do chopper like what if they, they, I, I think it'll be up to the arlong arc i'm about to say it's got to be the 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 four originals and then that's probably it right what if they go do flamingo that's a little far. That is far. They're not going. They're not going to show Doflamingo. But Netflix, Netflix, you dude, you know they want to condense seventeen fucking million chapters into like four episodes. I I hope not. Because there's already a lot of characters to begin with that they're going to show. They're introducing Sanji. Sanji's whole like I've got like not I think Redbeard or whatever or Redfoot something like that. Um, maybe croc crocodile, crocodile Arlong crocodile probably like the biggest villains that they'll introduce but outside of that no if they're putting this much uh emphasis on the set pieces like you you guys are gonna see it later it looks the set pieces look fucking phenomenal they do look I, good i feel like the definition of those um should match the show so they they have to go in deep like oh, they have Chris. to they they have to go chapter by chapter there's no way Oh, they can't Chris. screw this up. They can't screw this up. Hey, Chris. You know what other shows, anime yes. adaptations from Netflix had pretty solid set pieces? Yep. Cowboy Bebop yep. and Death Note. Yep. Mm, I see where you're going. You know what I mean? Chill, Adam. Now. Now. Chill, Adam. Don't fucking squash my hopes and dreams. Maybe this is just the good. Maybe this is just the cynic in me, but I hope it is awful. Now, do I hope Why? it gets canceled Why? after the first? Why? Do I hope we need do, good fucking shit? Do, we, because it's Netflix. All right. So? Do I hope that it gets canceled after the first season? No. I hope it goes on for ten seasons. Do I think it will get canceled after the first season? Absolutely, um, because it's this it's gonna going get to... it's gonna get hammered and clamored. All right, this is going to be a thing going forward that we're gonna have adaptations of the best anime shows. Then at least have them fucking be good. We need some good shit. Hell yeah! Hell yes! Netflix you're, can't you're do absolutely it. wrong. You're absolutely damn. They have, Ooh. they have, they have a hit in them every once in a fucking blue moon. They have a lot of fucking canceled shows. They have a lot of canceled shows, but they have a hit in them every once in a blue moon. 
why can't this be that fucking once in a blue moon hit? Hey, hey, Chris, I'm going to fucking tell you something real quick, all right? Tell me uh, something. All right, you put the shades back on. I'm tell fuck- me something. I'm going to fucking tell you something right now, okay? Everyone who works at fucking Netflix is a fucking clown. They don't know shit about fucking anime. They can't make this shit. They have no fucking... You might as well fucking hire M. Night Shyamalan, eh? You might fucking hire M. Night Shyamalan for fucking making this goddamn fucking show, okay? This shit, this shit's gonna fucking flop harder than my fucking cock on a Sunday afternoon. I tell you fucking what, huh? It's gonna fucking flop harder than a fucking Chicago style pizza. I'm gonna tell you fucking what, huh? Yeah, the set pieces might look fucking nice, but listen to this fucking Luffy guy talk. He sounds like a fucking bamboozle clown, huh? Take the shades off and chill for a second. I'm done. Woo, calm. But I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, go on, go on, go on. What are you not calm about? Mario Strikers, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We -hmm. did a lot of talking about this last week, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, tentatively optimistic. We, we knew the game was going to be fun. We knew it was going to play well. We knew it was going to look good, right? We had our concerns about mm-hmm. the online functionality and then Nintendo kind of not, not necessarily lying to us, but kind of leading us astray. Oh, they led us the on. The, yeah, just definitely leading us astray with some of the promises they made as far as how online would work. So now that the game has been out, it's been, what, six days, seven days? Yep. Uh, Eight days. I'm upset. And let me tell you the fuck why. I want my fucking money back. Maybe not all of it, but I need at least $20 back. I need $20 (laughs) back. I need $20 back. I got fucking gypped. There's no excuse in 2022, bro. There's literally no excuse to be releasing unfinished games. And this is something that I brought to Jamal's attention. Or, oh, I no, I think, who did I call? I called one of y'all. I think I called It was me. It was me. Yeah, I called Jamal. Jamal didn't answer. Hey, Nintendo, stop shorting the grocery bag. Hey, 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 hey. Put your shades on if you're going to talk. Like that. <laughs> yeah, you need the hater shades, dude. Listen, I called Jamal. I mean, I called Adam and I was complaining because Nintendo is starting to make this a very, very bad habit with their sports games with Mario Tennis Aces. And that game came out. Jamal, when did that come out? 2018? Yes. Ooh, 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 ooh. I can't I can't wait for me and Jamal to chime in on this, but continue. No, nah, they have a bad habit of releasing the product without like necessary features and then adding them later for free. Can I can I add to that really quick? Yes. Recent years, let's think about fucking uh Mario Golf Super Rush. And was, yep, I was gonna most, bring that up too. Most most recently, Switch Sports. What is it with Nintendo and the way they're treating the sports franchises now? 
why are you not only not giving us all the content at launch, but the content that you are giving us is still less than what came in the GameCube equivalents of the same game. And the Wii version, too. And so, the Wii version. So, listen. So- Dude, there's there's something going on over at Nintendo. I swear to God, like there, there's some sort of design philosophy that they've adopted recently that just is not working for me. But it's not working for me at all. Why the fuck are y'all making the seasons for Strikers one week and then one week off season? You telling me I can only play the game for seven days at a time online mm-hmm. with my mm-hmm. friends? But the the club mode is like the main reason I would want to play the game. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to pay sixty fucking dollars plus 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 friends. twenty dollars because you got to pay for the online too. Don't forget about exactly. that. Exactly. Who the fuck's online talking like that with them damn shades? What? I'm sorry. I'm I'm just pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> These are hater shades. I'm pissed off. <laughs> Like, I don't, I don't want to completely shit on Strikers because the game is good. It no, plays no, well. No, it's okay. It, we can shit. Chris, you had your turn. There. The game looks good. The game has the, the, the visual polish that we would expect from a Nintendo game in this day and age. The gameplay works. It's fun. There's some things that need to be changed as far as items and like not having them, please. But the 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 lack of singer singer single player content is so like glaringly obvious. Yeah. It it's <sighs> now now just for any, anyone listening. Any anyone listening and they're saying, you know, that you guys might be saying. Why the fuck are these guys so hung up on Mario Strikers? Like, what's the big deal? Well, it's bigger than Mario Strikers. But if you want to only look at Strikers, let's think about it this way. Mario Strikers was a fucking smash hit on the GameCube. When Mario Strikers Supercharged came out, um, or, or uh, Strikers, was it just Charged or Super? I don't know. Doesn't it's, matter. Yeah, it's just Strikers Charged. Charged. On the Wii, that game came out and it was even better than the first game. You know, they had a ton more stages. They had a ton more characters. And 12 a t- characters. Yeah, but then they also had, that, that was 12 captains. And then they also had like uh, eight um, companions that you could put in the game. Um, and that was almost double the original game, right? And then all the stages that like you can unlock and stuff, they had uh, environmental effects that would alter the game because that's a, it's a Mario game. That's what's supposed to happen, right? And so uh, the the only the only um, the only disadvantage that game had is the fact that it was on the Wii, and therefore there are some gimmicks. There are some motion control gimmicks. But you there's motion control that. gimmicks in Switch too. That's the thing. And then not, not in Striders. There should be. That's the. Oh, that's, I, oh, actually, no. I think you can. I think you can shake your controller for some shit. I don't know, but it's I'm not, not like not a, so, Hey, we haven't, we haven't experienced it, you know, cause it's not a main game uh, uh, mechanic, but um, that's the, like, that's the reason it's such a big fucking point is because this was a lot of people's hot, like most hyped game from Nintendo this year, more, even more specifically over the summer. So Easily. many people were looking forward as soon as they announced it a couple months ago, 
dude, look at our podcast when it was announced. We were so fucking hyped. We were like, we've been playing strikers from the on the GameCube, you know, for a while now. Like, let's fucking go. And like that's why it's so big because the Nintendo sports like series as a whole, whether it's Wii to Switch Sports or all the Mario games or like the Olympic games that they did with Mario and Sonic, blah, blah, blah. Like those are huge games that there's a big community around that, especially when it initially releases. And then now there's competitive scenes built around them. There's people that that are still playing uh, the the Mario baseball that's on the GameCube. They fucking set up uh, online lobbies just to play that game to this fucking day because that game is intricate. That game is fucking awesome. That all the sports games have intricacies to them and they're fucking awesome. Why why can't we have that still now? What the fuck? What how how is it that in 2020, almost goddamn two, we are or 2020 almost goddamn three? Jesus Christ. Oh we got me all fucked up. We are over here talking about how a, a game that should be packed with features, packed with stadiums packed with fucking characters we're talking about how how lackluster it is and fucking content and how we can't play with each other seven days uh, uh seven days on seven days off what the fuck is that we can't even Not play with that. each other we can't even we can't even play we can't even play together nope they they they've completely botched the launch of this game and the season hasn't even started yet how am i already mad and it's only been a week bro Let's 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 break this shit down real quick, right? So the let let's talk about the good really quick because there are a couple good things about this game. The animations when you hit the super strikes are very fun to watch. The animations when you score are very fun to watch. The characters look good themselves. The gear looks pretty good when you wear it. Um graphically it looks solid, right? And it plays pretty well. Like at the very least, if you're playing by yourself with no internet problems, with no server problems, it looks and feels pretty solid, right? Now, that's about it in terms of the pros, the cons. If we go, even before you start playing with other people, if we talk about the training, when they train you, when they show you all the new mechanics, which are pretty fun, let's be honest, um, you know the the charge shots uh, and the combos and everything those those can be fun, but when you're doing the training, I don't know if you guys remember this when we start when we played the demo and the trainings. On the left side, it gives you like you know objectives, like a classic training uh, you know ga- uh, gameplay should do. When you master the um, you know the individual ones, it's like okay, here you go. Now you're gonna fucking play against like three or four Yoshi's. Let's do all seven of these fucking objectives. Let's line them up. If you don't do it in three minutes, you lose. It's like, okay, well, that's fine. But it kind of sucks that these Yoshis are playing their, their, their sweats. Like these Yoshis like are trying so hard. And I'm still trying to dodge things. Exactly. And it's like, who are you training fucking uh, Ronaldo fucking in, in Ronaldinho? Like, Messy, it's, not, it's, yeah, it's just not gonna work. It's because, it, dude, if you think about it, the past two strikers game, most fucking Mario game, uh, uh, sports games, in sports games from Nintendo in general, it's supposed to be easy to pick up, easy to play, and fun when you whether you win or lose, because then you just get back into it. You love the mechanics, right? You love the competitiveness, 
it's not supposed to be like a goddamn fucking esports game. And I remember, Wolpe, you mentioned that on the last episode. You're like, I feel like they're, they're targeting more of like a competitive audience. And that's fine. But as long as you're making it like a one part of the game, not the entire fucking game. Uh-huh. Right. Um, and so that's like the biggest problem I have with the training. Um, when we move past training, if we go through the rest of the menu, the menu's clunky. It's slow. When you're selecting characters, if you want to put gear on the characters, you have to wait until their fucking animation stops so that you can select gear. Otherwise, you accidentally select no gear. Okay. And it's frustrating. That's just one of the little things that I just get mad about because I'm like, I just want to play this goddamn game, but I have to wait 30 minutes before I can find an actual game because not because of the loading times, but because of the actual menu. And it's confusing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to play with someone? Here, click this button. Okay, click it. Do you want to play with anyone? Play with a friend? Battle a friend? Uh, I'll play with a friend. Do you want to battle that friend? Or do you want to play with your friend, pair up with another person, and then play other people? Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't fucking know. Well, how about you fucking clean up that menu first and foremost, and then you can start doing the free updates and shit where the gameplay gets better. This game um, is inaccessible as shit, Adam. Me and me and Jamal were just going over how how lackluster their accessibility is in this fucking game. The options are fucking shit. Where is the option to turn off items? Where is the fucking option to to turn off the fucking animations? Where is the fucking colorblind option? Where is the guy? Anything? Any fucking so, thing? The Why only, are there what less I'll, options in this game than the game that came out fifteen years ago? Yep. Right. What I'll add to you, uh, to your point, Chris, is if you're playing by yourself, if you're just playing an exhibition game and it's not even a cup, but you're just playing like against a computer, you can turn off items. Um, but I'll be honest, this is the first Strikers game where it feels less fun without the items because it's such an essential mechanic. Because now, you, when you're playing the game, you're training, you're playing other people. You get so used to, oh, I got to limit my tackles or else they're going to get item boxes every fucking time, right? But then when you go and turn off items, you forget that because it's so ingrained in your muscle memory. You're like, oh, fuck. No wonder they're just hitting the fuck out of me right now. Oh, let me do this. Let me charge tackle them. Oh, great. Now I'm just playing soccer in this tiny ass fucking field. Mm-hmm. It's It doesn't yeah, work. Another thing, the field is a little smaller than the old games yeah yeah we'll 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 get to that in just a second we're Mm -hmm. we're still talking like you know accessibility and and menu really quick um but other than that you can't turn off the animations um really the only option they oh and they have a visual quote-unquote a visual assist mode which i don't really know what that means because i turned it on and there's no colorblind you know uh change to it uh so I don't know if it just makes it more vivid or if it like highlights thing. I, what, I, what I think it does is that when you're, you're playing. So for example, I like playing by myself because it is easier that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so what it does is when you switch a character, it puts the one in like a circle around, like if you're playing online, it puts the one, or if you're on the right side, it's full five. Um, it's, it puts a circle around it with your color. And then around all your other teammates, uh, it puts like a dot above their heads with the same color that you are. Um, and I think that's really all it is. 
um, which doesn't really help because you still don't know who you are. Um, and that's frustrating in its own garbage. Yes. And I mean, if in case, unless anyone else has anything to add about like the accessibility and the menu options, we can move on to what Wolpe was talking about. Well, I mean, I wasn't going to make like a big point of it. It was just, it, it just seems smaller. Well, well, cause that, that's part of, that's part of like the, the gameplay aspect. I think it is small. It absolutely is. And there's, there's clear mechanical issues with the game too. Like the, the fact that when you when you go to fucking certain spots on the on the fucking field and you and you shoot it's a it's an automatic shot like that that shit is bullshit there's no way way that there should be this many fucking half court shots for 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 every fucking character no matter what your shot is from 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 9 to fucking 25 half court shots for everybody fuck fuck, fuck your technique fuck everything else and then, it it really it really doesn't make sense. The the game it seems very luck based. Now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, so um, we can start with the goalie. Um, so first of all, changing from I can't remember what the crocodile's name is. Um, it was like Kremlin or something. I don't remember his name. Critter? Some, yeah, I think it was Critter. Critter, yeah. So Critter changing the goalie from Critter to I think the new one's name is Bam Bam or something like that. Boom, Critter boom. was boom, Critter boom. was a fucking beast. He was catching everything. Changing Critter to Boom Boom was a terrible design choice. Now, Boom Boom, yes, has big hands and blah, blah, blah. But if it, let's just be canon here, okay? Boom Boom is an idiot. Critter is a, is a strategist. And that's why um, this motherfucker was able to block so many shots. And like, unless you, unless you were strategic about it, unless you were really good at passing the ball um, or you know, getting a really good uh, you know, lob shot on him if he's too far up in the box, uh, et cetera, et cetera. If you fucking, all you need, all you need to do is to make sure that someone is in the middle of the field, you pass them the ball, they don't even need to, need to do a combo shot. Just carry the ball to the middle of the field, supercharge it, and then aim to either the top left or top right. And this motherfucker, uh, fuck or this motherfucker will, <laughs> this fuck or. Uh, boom boom will miss the fucking <laughs> shot by a mile dude and it go it get, literally goes right over his head and then have the audacity to have some fucking steven ear animation like bitch you missed it like yeah as if that was like the team's fault that was completely you we were playing good defense we were covering our guys intercepting passes intercepting shots all the above and all you did was stand there and you swung your fucking stupid arm when the ball was over top of you already halfway to the goal. Half pitch shot. Or it was going to the corner and you try to slide tackle the fucking ball when it's already in the goal. What are you doing? What or are you doing? You, you let it roll around inside the fucking box when you could come up and get that shit. And look, dude, that, that kind of leads me into this, into the, the one of the second or my second point in terms of gameplay. Dude, the AI is unbelievably bad when they're on your team. It's horrible. Once you get to galactic mode, dude, it is unfucking believably hard. It's, it's almost unplayable. Like, like you have to do everything. You have to be on your A game nonstop or else you're. You're done. Lose this bracket immediately. You're done. 
So someone's going to be hearing this and they're going to say, oh, but dude, all you have to do is like get good at the game. Like you just have to dodge. You have to make sure your passes are right. Work on your combos, work on your angles of your shots, all that shit. Like, no, dude, that's not what the game is about. This is supposed to be accessible. It's from fucking like, like eight year olds to fucking people our age and above. Like should anyone should be able to pick it up. Perfect at, at single player to play by myself and, and, and the fucking poof is in the goddamn pudding when we came over here and we played the game together because what did we do? We dominated. We played well. We got two gold cups. Especially, especially when this fucking game doesn't have a story mode. You know what did have a story mode? Mario Golf. Was it good? Not really. But at least it was there. Like, <laughs> dude... When the only thing that you can do single player is play in cups, and that's the only way to get coins and progress your characters in terms of gear. And first of all, the fucking gear system is like broken because it takes like 20,000 plus coins to get all the gear for all the players, which is insane because you get a hundred for, uh, or you need a hundred for each uh, part that you like. Um, so there's like, there's five helmets, five gloves five body suits and five like you know leg pads or whatever each one of them cost 100 until you get to galactic mode which are 300 which is the bushido or whatever which is dumb um and once you beat a, a cup you get 400 coins but if you beat it again you only get 50 oh you get a thousand oh on galactic mode yeah yeah but that's damn near fucking impossible so uh, unless you fucking made the game and you cheat or some shit, like you're not going to get as many coins as you want right out the gate. It's going to take fucking a long time and it gets boring uh, because it's the same game over and over and there's nothing changing about it. Um, yeah, the different cups will focus on passing or strength or whatever. But at the end of the day, dude, if it's a strength, if you're playing in the strength cup, why the fuck is goddamn Toad on that team? Why does that make sense? Oh, because of the gear. Also, and because there's only 12 characters. Or not even 12, there's only 10. There's 10 characters, so you're playing like the same... You're playing the same characters over and over. Where is Daisy? Jamal, how many characters are in Mario Tennis Aces now? There's, what, 19? Or No, there's 30. No, there's 30. There's 30 characters. There's fucking 30 characters. In a tennis game where you only need to either play one on one or doubles, but we're over here playing a team based game four on four v four four v four where you have three three quarters of all the available characters on the field at once. That's insane. fucking asinine. Insane. Crazy man, how are you gonna have us have eighty percent of the characters playing on the field at once? Can we speculate what the point is? So at the beginning of each match, do you know in that in that dome or that like globe thing where like the 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 stadiums collide and it becomes like one big stadium? What the fuck is that? What's the point of that? There, we don't there is know. No point. You know why? Because because the different arenas don't do anything. The different arenas don't matter at all. Mm, they don't fucking. There's no lore. 
We don't have a fucking little mini story to tell us and string together some bullshit about why we're coming through portals, why we're fucking bringing two stadiums together, why they fucking don't do anything when we put two stadiums together. Like, None of it makes sense. It doesn't make any sense. In Mario Strikers, the original, everybody runs onto the pitch. Why is everybody flying through portals to get through the... What yeah, is what going is on? Where are we? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Chris this. If you're going to make, and I was telling, I told Wolpe, well, first I told Wolpe this, if you're going to make the multiplayer so bad, just don't put it in. Like, don't have a multiplayer game if you're going to do, like, such a bad <laughs> job at <laughs> it. Just don't have a multiplayer game. <laughs> yes. <Jeez. laughs> Sell the game for thirty. Sell the game for thirty dollars and flesh out the single player experience. Keep the local, but don't put like it's so dumb. Yeah, people will complain, but if you sell at thirty dollars, it's like all right, it's dumb, but I can live with this. Like it's thirty dollars, whatever. They had the nerve to do a demo at four o'clock in the fucking morning, saying, "Oh, we know you can't wait for this game." Oh, it's going to be amazing. You get timed demo. To, you get an hour to play this demo three days until, before it comes out. Just wait until it actually comes out. Just wait. Just fucking like, wait. Little like, bro, you know. I'm not going to miss out on sleep unless I'm already awake to play an hour session. <laughs> no. Did you know this is, this is the actual game? Right, right. And then as soon as Wope talked about that one hour on, one hour off, I lost all hope. I'm like, y'all really? It's because they were setting us up. They were setting us up for the one week on, one week off. Like, what? So it's like, all right, you have your week off, now a week on. Then, like, why? Have an act, if you're going to do a week off, have an actual season, like three so, months of a season. So we can all get bad at the game and cool down and not have played and then come back uh, a day before and be like, oh, we got to trade. We got to, we got to get. Like, bro, I'm going to forget about this. I'm going to forget about the multiplayer experience after like two weeks at most. Mm -hmm. When Monster Hunter Rise is coming out with the new expansion real soon here. I'm going to be all over that because Strikers is not cutting it it's not doing what we thought it was going to do you know what is really upsetting is that the developers of this game next level games they're the ones who did the i think it i think they did the original game either the original or charged and they're also they the, the ones, original definitely yeah okay so and they did the original which was great and then they also did luigi's mansion 3 which is an underrated gem of of the recent years mm -hmm. damn good game and then the additional content that they put in that game is like actually fucking good and it actually felt like a bonus like oh man i can't wait to play this because i feel like i'm getting more and these are the same people who just made fucking battle league mm -hmm. and there's nothing there's nothing in this fucking game and that's what's very upsetting about it is that like the people who made it know what the do with the fucking game but i feel like nintendo just rushed the fuck out of them for no reason they were like y'all got strikers oh yeah we putting the, we putting that shit to the fire baby let's go for no reason they didn't even tease it they just said oh yeah strikers is coming out in like the next a month or two 
we wouldn't there have you go. been like, mad. If we, right. If you, don't tell, like, <laughs> no, there was no reason to rush it if nobody knew about it to begin with. We wouldn't have been mad if this shit came out next year in fucking December, in fucking fall, and what's it's not, it's not like the year wasn't already packed. Like, right. This came year out has been packed. Had, we, we were waiting. We had things on online. It was okay. If they kept their mouth shut. It could have came out in 2025. We wouldn't even know. My backlog has gotten even longer this year, like longer th- than usual. This has been a, a crazy ass year as far as the releases. We're just now getting to a slow period. So they were like, oh, yeah, this is it. This is the time. Fuck it. Drop it. Like, what? That That's so disrespectful. It is so disrespectful. I understand that you saw the game and y'all were like, oh, shit. Y'all ready? This shit looks fucking good. Look at that presentation. Look at that goddamn presentation. Test the online. Let's go. Put it out. Slap the label. I think Nintendo is trying to follow like a plan thing or whatever where they release a game like a month or something. Because that's what they, I think, tried to do last year during a certain period. And I think they're trying to do that this year because what they have Strikers coming out this month. Next month, they have Xenoblade Chronicles 3. September... Out well in August. I don't know what they have in September. They have Splatoon three. July they have. They also have Live a Live, but even though it's like more like an indie game, that'll be a company. Xenoblade Chronicles three. So they're trying to like spread out releases, but this was unnecessary. I I understand the 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 physical year, blah blah blah, trying to get in the all the games in one year and all that other bullshit, but. Again, you are not fucking, you are not Microsoft. Your name is not Matt Booty. You do not have 65 or what, however many fucking studios they have over there. You don't. You can't do that. You cannot do shit like this. Rush games that deserve much more fucking, de- hey, they deserve much more respect than this. I, I cannot get behind how they are treating this game. That there's is disrespectful. A, a Nintendo Direct that's supposed to come out soon, right? I think it's rumored for the end of the month, like the 29th, I think. I need answers. I need answers. I need I need serious answers. I'm not giving Nintendo any more money until Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah, I was telling we'll pay this. Um, or I was telling Chris, it's like they have me, or one of the two, they have me scared, like thinking about Pokemon. Not that the presentation was bad, but just knowing what Nintendo likes to do, I'm just like, uh. I'm doing way. Hey, 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 Jamal, I'm with you on that actually now. I'm 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 jumping on your scared boat because why does this feel rushed? Why does it feel like we just had Arceus? Like they they're still up, they just put a fucking update out for Arceus. Why are we why are we jumping to the next generation this quick? I I understand they they probably want to distance themselves. Well, from what was the stinker of Sword and Shield. We all get that. But if it's going to be rushed, it's not going to be... A rushed game is, an, is, a, is a fucking bad game. Every single time, a rushed game is a bad game. A delayed game can, be, can become a great game, but a rushed game is a bad game. Go over there and ask Cyberpunk. Or go over there and ask CD Projekt Red, I should say. Go ask them how how they how they did when they rushed their game. Like I don't understand. You you can't create these deadlines for yourself, and then when you fail to meet them, you're just like, ah, 
fuck it, we'll just put it out anyway. Why, why are you doing that? No one ever cries about delays. Yeah, it's upsetting, but we get over it. We always get over it because we know at the end of the day, there's there, there there's always more polishing that can be done. They are seeing those dollar signs. It's crazy, and I I need I need the season mode, man. I need the I need the single player ten game season mode where like I can care, but you can't even do that because there's only ten characters. We we fed right into it, man. Like they they are full on into the mentality of oh yeah, we can just update this later and uh, make it good. Like therefore, instead of putting out quality shit like you normally do, like you have been since, since day one and, and making sure that the game is fucking complete and then adding shit onto that complete game after. I just don't get it, man. I'm so disappointed. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. It's disrespectful, like I said, it's true. It's truly, and it's truly disappoint. It, like you said, just straight up disappointing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I've got some. I've got some first week numbers. So Mario Strikers Battle League, for comparison, Mario Tennis Aces first week gave one hundred and twenty three thousand in Japan. Mario mm-hmm. Golf got eighty thousand in Japan. Mario Strikers did thirty two. 32,000? Yeah. Yikes. Writing's on the wall. I was going to say, we're, we're part of the problem if this shit did numbers. I would, I would have to see the, the United States numbers, but... Mm-hmm. Those Japanese know what the fuck's up, man. Mm-hmm. Look, man, here's the thing. I, like, we already bought the game, so we're going to have to see what happens with it anyway. And already, like, I got it digital, so it's not like I can <laughs> return it. Listen, if anything, if they could just add the ability to connect eight separate switches together online, I wouldn't complain anymore. That's all they really need to do. That's really all they need to do. Screw screw the single-player games. I have other single-player games. It's fine. But it just, it, it's un, it's just unbelievable to me that you would just leave out such a crucial aspect of the game. I just, like, how? There's no excuse for it. There's literally no excuse for it. We're actually kidding at this point. Again, we pay for this service. We pay for the, the, the online servers and shit. What the fuck are we paying for? paid $60 for this game. The game's going to be $60 for? forever. It's never going to get cheaper. It's never going on sale. God, man. This shit is so depressing. Let's move on. Like, forget Strikers right now. Yeah, I'm getting mad. I'm All right. Yeah, let's, let's move on to... Uh, we have a show to talk about. Yeah. That actually got better. So, I told y'all. I told y'all. Woo! Thank God. Praise the Lord. Shield Hero is back on top. Rising again. We got episodes six and seven to talk about. Let's get it. All right, Chris, are you ready? Yes. All right. Three, two, one, go. The guy is a fucking menace. His ass is ready to take on everybody. He said he got the whole power of the tortoise. He got the shield to... He's, he's, he's taking on everybody. Uh, then he then pushes down everybody. Um, uh, we, we finally get our coming out party. 
for for one of our one of our party members. She Risha finally has something to say and something to do. She she did her goddamn Stop. thing. Jeez, boy, that was mad description and not a lot of not a right, lot of Chris. Plots. You got to you got to do the plot. You can't do like how characters. Yeah, are leave reacting. your opinions for after the thirty seconds. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I get carried away. You know me. <laughs> um, this is the first episode where I felt like I could actually give a damn about reading. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She actually did something this episode. She not not only did she do something, she she looked good doing it. I finally remembered her goddamn name. I thought it was so funny though how uh, how the book dude um, Kyo as, as soon uh, oh uh, is it Q Kyo is like K Y O oh Kyo Kyo yeah um, I just thought it was hilarious how like because she stood up to him and like was like I'm like I'm I'm not scared I'm gonna fight you he had this vendetta against her <laughs> whereas like everyone else was like I'm gonna fight you too and he was like no but they're gone my fights like i'm i'm gonna fight you and she's like yeah your 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 battles with me and none of them it's like like why are you taking responsibility for your life yeah what have, what have you you knew done? homegirl for three days bro hey she she got the uh the the the, the jordan water from fucking space jam and she was ready oh yeah no she came out swinging i'm not even mad at it she got all the confidence able to stand up during like the gravity but at least we got to see finally what the old lady meant about manipulating key or something. It's like, all right. Look, look, look. I would have preferred more character development before this, but I did like the fact that she had her coming out party finally, and we have a reason to to get excited about her. I might even start standing her if she keeps up with this shit. Mm-hmm. That was fucking whoa, tough. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not get carried I, well, away. Well, 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 hold on just a second, because they had what Chris just said, you know, he wishes there was more character development. There was development, but it was in the wrong direction. They wanted us to like feel sorry for her and to like really think that she didn't matter. And then she'd have this huge comeuppance and fight Keo and stuff. It's like, no, we kind of wanted her to like come into her own before that so that we'd have a reason to get hyped, like even more so than her just being this pitiful loser Hiding like behind a shell. Yeah, like it's only episode six, <laughs> right? Like, right? And she—you she, didn't really grow it. You—you you made her a bitch for four and a half episodes. The the last episode, the second half, it was like, okay, maybe she'll have something to do. And then this this episode, she just went ham, and I was like, okay, well, yeah, definitely feel like it came out of nowhere. I'm like, all right, damn. And now, like knowing what we know going to episode seven, which we're not talking about just yet, but knowing what we know. It all seems for not, you know, like if if you if episode seven, what happens in episode seven hadn't happened, like it just would have kept on progressing. Then, yeah, like having her start to get tough there and then just keep on getting tougher and tougher would have been sick. But we're going to leave the rest of that conversation for when we talk about episode seven. It was just like it like Jamal just said, it came out of nowhere. It really did. It really did. And like like. Like you were saying, I, I, I think the, I think you're right about not being a lack of character development, but just like you said, in the wrong way, definitely in the wrong way. Chris recites that um, Victoria finally showed up. Yes, about fucking time. 
and she only got got like five seconds of screen time, but it, it was it was better than nothing. I mean, she put in her work. Yeah, yeah, she was fighting. The, she she honestly really like helped at the end. Oh of yeah, absolutely. Because she she was she was taking on the fucking big tortoise while everybody else was inside. Oh no, she's she's still she's still a top tier character. That's that's a fact. Absolutely, because she she shot the shit out of uh, the spear tortoises like purple beam, and it went back into him. He lost all of his crystals, and that's what brought down the barrier of both Keo and the heart. Um, and that's how they were able to uh, um, stab the heart because Ost gave her power to uh, Nafumi and his shield. So all of a sudden, he had this fucking like railgun system in his shield, which is sick. Goddamn and- turtle shield. Yeah, so then he shot this goddamn giant blast at the heart that killed the tortoise, you know, presumably. And that's what ended up killing Ost, again, presumably. And then Keo was like, oh, you morons, you pieces of shit. You guys are all so fucking dumb. I'm going to jump through this portal now. And then I thought the portal was going to vanish. Nope. It stuck around until the end of the episode so that literally everyone could jump through it. So everybody had time to mourn Ost, like, oh no, 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 no. If she if if she pulls that I, I died, but I'm not dying again, shit. We're gonna we're gonna have a fucking problem. Stay dead. Else was in this episode. I know the art, glass, and Therese were taking on the heart with Philo. Oh yeah, the other heroes are useless. The other three, they're trash. Oh, are you talking about uh, in the main world? Yeah. I'm talking about uh, sword, spear, and bow. They were stuck in that, like, purple, like, liquid or whatever, and they were being siphoned for their powers. How did they even get captured? Their bitch asses weren't around. Well, I, I can't remember exactly why, but they tried to, like, join up, and, and Nafumi was like, fuck you guys, I'm not going to party up with you guys. So they went, they partied up and like went on their own adventure. And that's when the book hero got them first through the spirit tortoise. Um, and yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, they're, they are fucking useless. Now, uh, uh, Risha actually broke them out of that prison that they were in and being, you know, sucked for their, <laughs> they were being sucked for their power. Um, now, we don't know what they're going to do. I kind of hope that it, like it, it goes back and you know they are like oh we have more stuff to do but it has to be in relation to the main story. What I think will happen is because they were asleep, um, they think that they killed the spirit tortoise and they achieve all the glory. When Nafumi and party go back to their main world, some dumb shit's gonna happen. Like bro, put some respect on Nafumi saying y'all haven't done anything. I don't think they've accomplished anything this entire series. Except talking smack. <laughs> like, bro. I think the closest they came to accomplishing anything was when the sword hero defeated the dragon, but then he left the body there to infect the entire city, and now Fumi had to clean it up. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's their one accomplishment, collectively. You're absolutely right, Well. Uh, the one it, accomplishment collectively, like with just the three of them, was in the beginning of season one when the, the first episode of The Way's happening. They're trying to fight the main boss while Naofumi is defending the town. That's their only accomplishment collectively. Did they win? Yeah, they won. No, no, no. I meant the three of them separately without Naofumi. I'm saying they didn't, like, they didn't accomplish anything. 
they don't have anything to their names. They've taken a lot of L's. A lot of L's. And the fact that it's three of them all taking simultaneous L's, it makes them look really, really weak, man. Like, you guys have all the attack power. Now, for me, it's just a shield. Like, yeah, he can attack with, like, certain things, but for the most part, he's just defending people. Like, how is freaking Raftalia doing more than y'all? She's the she's the shield sword, dog. That's why. Can we talk more about uh, how powerful the shield is now, and the fact that old boy uh, was scared of of the shield now and was talking about oh the most powerful magic in the, this universe. <laughs> Um, I do like how now for me doesn't have to do the the wrath shield anymore because I guess the turtle upgrade was like mm-hmm. this is it now, like that's his new uh, that's his new special his new finisher or whatever you want to call it. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with it too. Yeah. Well, I mean, the only drawback is that it's a long range uh, attack. You think that he will still gravitate towards using the hell shield? I mean, he needs to be he needs to be mad to actually use it though. Yeah, he's too happy now. Hey, hey, he be getting pissed off. So he was just ha- he just did he just didn't have it in him to use it against her because she she specifically didn't do anything to hurt anybody. That is true. Wasn't he using it against Kill though? Oh no, he was using yeah. Wasn't nah. he using it against- oh he was using it against nah. he was trying to destroy the little yeah barrier or heart thing whatever. Yeah, he was he was gonna kill her. That's right. You remember. She kept. Mm. She she finally was about to get her wish. Yeah, and, and, to die, and, and and allegedly did get her wish. Because I don't believe that shit. I think she, her ass is still alive. I don't know. I honestly, I hope she's dead. Because if she's dead, that means the fucking spirit tortoise is dead. And I'm goddamn tired of hearing of a fucking supernatural turtle. I mean, the the body disintegrated. It fertilized the earth. Grass grew. I think it's over with. I think it's done now. It has to be. It oh, that's be. right. Yeah, that's how all the grass grew. Yeah. So I mean, I'm pretty sure it's done with. I I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear anything tortoise anymore. All right. So to sum it up, basically, you know, they they killed. They finally killed the fucking spirit tortoise. <laughs> um. So what what kind of what kind of rankings are we thinking for this? For oh, this we we didn't get to the end. Yeah. That's fucking part. We really talked. Good. We talked barely about it. What do you mean? They went to the portal and then you see like a, a, I mean, we didn't mention this. Okay, fine. You see like a shooting star, like coming across the sky and like a new world. It looks like in like a forest area. You see some girl walking by with, with pigtails and that's it. It's great. Oh, I didn't we're in that. a new world. We're, yeah. we're, we're in a whole new place. A whole new world. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. Are we going to do this? Yeah, we are. Yes. Um, okay. It's a whole so, new world. You live in. <laughs> um <laughs> okay bossing aladdin well that that was you remember when we did that uh, mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago yeah we did Anyways. the we did pokemon yeah Jodo shit well you guys did and i was like i don't know fucking anything about this <laughs> there's um, no way you didn't know that i know, know the that. song we'll pay i just don't know the lyrics oh no, we're not doing this again. We're not doing this <laughs> Adam was a fan that was skipping intros back <laughs> or just not watching. Um, okay, so let's get to uh grades of episode six of season two, Rising the Shield Hero. Uh Chris, you go first. 
I'm going to say this is probably the strongest episode of the season. So I want to give it a good grade and I will give it an eight. I think that's a safe answer. It was not, it was not bad. It wasn't good. It was, it was good, but it wasn't like fantastic. We finally got some pretty good action. Um, The action fit the, the, the episode, the pacing was good. Um, We got lots of information along with um, uh, us learning shit about other worlds and shit because we had no clue how people were getting back and forth and now we just know all types of shit we know portals exist we know all types of shit uh but in any case i i am honestly gonna go with the eight we'll pay eight jamal mm-hmm. i was originally gonna go like a 7.5 but eight sounds like a good answer um the whole risha thing like came out of nowhere that definitely knocks it down some points it was definitely engaging Kyo is still a great character, but I still don't like his ass. The Paloyal Queen, I feel like she should have been fighting the freaking spirit toys from the beginning. It makes the most sense. She has the same size, whatever. But I think I'm going to give it like a 7.5. Not that there was anything like bad. An 8 is definitely a good answer, but I don't know. A 7.5 seems appropriate. That's fair. You don't, you don't want to... Like, you're expecting better. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm with that. I, I was going to go seven if Jamal went eight, um, but because he went 7.5, I'll also go 7.5. Um, pretty much all the same reasons that you guys um, are giving. Uh, the Risha thing just kind of like came out of nowhere. And that's no fault on like this episode in itself because it finally happened. Um, but it does take away from like where the rest of the season has been. And like there has been focus on Risha. And it's like, why did it take? four episodes for this to finally happen. And I feel that does take away. Um, finally, seeing Vittoria fight, fighting the Spirit Tortoise brought it back up. And that, and the fact that we are seeing, uh, you know, interdimensional travel or inner world travel now is, is refreshing because this episode is by far the best of this season. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I think I think for me, 7.5 is very fitting of this one. So I think that, that rounds us all out to 7.75 on episode six. Yes, sir. Cool. Um, all right. So Jamal, you said you wanted to do episode seven, right? Mm-hmm. All right. And I remember this episode is called uh, Infinite Labyrinth. All right. Are you ready, Jamal? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Three, two, one. Go. We find our heroes back in a new world, except freaking our... Philo is missing and everybody levels has reset to level one. So now they have to try to level back up and then they come across a new person, Kizuna, one of the four cardinal heroes, the hunting hero, a hero that we haven't heard before. It's definitely not one of the ones that we know. So now we try to figure out how, now the gang try to figure out how to escape the Infinity Labyrinth. And then by the time at the end of the episode happens, um, they find the end with, you know, um, explore. Dang, I was so close. Oof. Good shit. Not bad. Let's get into it, fellas. Hey, new Philo, game Philo, plus. New game plus, baby. <laughs> yes. Philo's a goddamn egg. Where's her egg at? <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what? New game plus reminds me of what? Elden Ring. El- Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Also, just got a new game plus. 
Horizon Zero Dawn, Forbidden or well, Horizon Forbidden West. <laughs> what? What did Hor- you say? Horizon Forbidden West. Sure, fucking Digimon. <laughs> so I like that when they popped up in the prison cell and it's him and Risha, it's like, oh, this is cool. Like they're in prison now. Who are they taken in by? Was it that girl that you see walking? Um, and then Raftalia pops out of the hay and she's back to her level one form. She's a little kid. You're like, oh shit, dude. All their levels reset. Dude. Uh, what did Keo do this time? I don't, I, I don't think he had a, I don't think he had a, a hand in this. I don't think he did this. I think they like, because they're jumping through, uh, they're brand new to like how to jump between worlds. Every time you jump between a world, I feel like you have to go to the infinite labyrinth and you find your way out. Um, I think that just because in a new world and only because I feel like, because when um, now for me first met Lark, um, Lark, whatever, he was also training on some island thing. So maybe he was trying to level up his levels from being already, maybe he de-leveled after transferring to another world. I don't know, though. Mm-hmm. It's a possibility. It's definitely a possibility. Um, but when... Uh, so, you know, when that when that white cardboard box jumped out mm-hmm. and that was... It was basically like the pumpkins in, in uh, the main world. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the, the rubber balls. Yeah, the, the orange... Whatever they are. Orange rubber. Um, and... Uh, so I thought that was, that was pretty cool because it was like, um, a, a like a sequel. So like if if the season one and and first six, six episodes of season two were like Final Fantasy one or like Dragon Quest one, um, this next world felt like Dragon Quest two or Final Fantasy two because there was another uh, really low level enemy um, which was similar enough but like not the same. And I was like, ah, I, lo- I love the, that little touch. It could have just been like a blue ball, but the fact that it was a completely different thing, but it still had like the big choppy teeth. And then a freaking cardboard box. I thought it was hilarious. The fact Nafumi was like, he just put his arm in it. And he was like, Raftalia. And then she knew, she knew what to do. Um, and then they had a little training montage with those like big face rabbits and uh, Raftalia couldn't carry her sword. And then Risha stepped up and then she did the thing. She took care of the fucking rabbit. She was like, Oh, I'm still big. I like I'm not afraid to fight anymore. Like, let's do it. So um now, really quick, that's what I was saying about episode six is that the Risha thing was like, oh man, like fuck, we, we she finally had her comeuppance, and then in episode seven, her her levels get reset. But on the flip side, maybe it's a good thing because now she can start with this whole new mentality and then she's going to level up quicker. She's going to be more useful as her uh, powers come. It brings me back to when we first see Alexandrite and old boy with the scythe. What's his name? Lark. Lark. Yeah, Lark. And they're on the island and they're training up. So I feel like they came to, to the world and they were like, oh, shit. We're level one. We got we got to get our shit up. They already knew what was good. So I feel like this is just the rules of the game, and we're just getting hip now. Do you remember? So when Kizuna came in and saved them from the the monster that came out of the water, and then they were talking, they're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we saw Lark and Glass, and like, oh, you know Lark, Glass, and Therese? Like, Glass is my best friend, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, what the fuck? Like, oh, she's from this world. And... And then Nafumi came, Nafumi came to this realization where Lark and Glass knew 
I can't remember what he said, but they they knew something. And then Kizuna said, oh, you guys were summoned as Cardinal Heroes uh, for a different purpose than we were. So Nafumi was mentioning the waves and he was like, oh, the four Cardinal Heroes in our world are there to like stop the waves and save the, that world from the waves. Um, I think that, and it's kind of been inferred, but I think that the reason Lark um, Glass is Teresa Cardinal Hero? No, it's uh, Kyo and Kizuna. So those are the four, right? Well, here's the thing. There are the Cardinal Heroes and there are like vassal weapons or vassal users, right? So the Cardinal Heroes are specifically there to stop the wave, but there's also like vassal users that their weapons hold the same kind of premise that they can obviously only use those. But I guess they're counted as heroes also. Full yes. on time out, Jamal. Fuck no. Because old girl said she was a cardinal hero. That's what she prefaced the conversation yeah, she said with. cardinal hero. I'm not... Okay. I, I, we're talking about Teresa right now. I wasn't talking about Kizuna. No, Kizuna is. Kyo is. Fair enough. But there... But there's more, there's there's different sets of cardinal heroes, and they have different jobs. Kyo is a vassal weapon user. Oh, so so is Kizuna, so from their world, is Kizuna the only cardinal hero that we know of? I think so. Okay. Why is he so powerful if he's just a vassal weapon bullshit? Because that's the only weapon he can use. He can still be stronger than everybody else that can use any kind of weapon. He can only use that scythe. Okay, so so Lark's party and Keo are vassal weapon, but they're not cardinal heroes. Yes. Okay, and then Kizuna is a cardinal hero. She's the hunting hero. Yes. And Glass okay. is a cardinal hero. I'm not I sure. I don't know though. Okay. Okay. That's what I'm but saying. I think I think Lark's party, so Glass and, and Therese, um, and Lark are vassal weapon uh, on top and, and Keo as well. I think. As of right now, the information that we have is that they're not cardinal heroes. They're just vassal weapon users. Because I don't think they ever mentioned that they were cardinal heroes in their own world. But Kizuna outright did say that she was a cardinal hero. She said that she was the hunting hero, not the hunting weapon vassal or vassal weapon user. So maybe we're still looking to see that there are three other cardinal heroes from that world or Kizuna met Lark's party in the Infinite Labyrinth and they became good friends until they escaped because they're from different worlds. Wait, is that her party? Is is Lark her is Lark that's what we don't in, that's what in, we don't know. I, I know I'm saying is but that would make so much sense if Lark and Glass and all of them are just a part of her party, that would make so much sense. Because there were three of them, and then mm -hmm. she'd be the fourth, mm -hmm. but then Oh shit! So Kizuna is the hero, and they're her party. I, that's what that's what I'm thinking. I don't know for sure, but that's what I'm thinking. I, would think, hmm. I don't think they would have met in the Affinity Labyrinth because I mean it's like it's a prison. It would be weird because they got summoned to a world. So why would they start in the prison? Before she got trapped in there, I feel like that was her party, and then they were just like, "Yeah, we 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 gotta do other shit while she's trapped." Like, oh, okay. So you know what I think happened? Let's. This is kind of a, a prediction right here. So they they were going to the other world to chase Keo, um, and so this is this is Kizuna's party. She's one of the cardinal heroes of their world, 
And so Lark and the other two are part of her party. And they were jumping through a portal to chase Keo to Nafumi's world. And in the process, Kizuna got caught in the infinite labyrinth, whereas the other three went through. Either they went through or they like found a way to escape the labyrinth and make it through to Nafumi's world. Um, now, what is the purpose of their world's cardinal heroes, heroes if, that is, if that's what happened? A couple of holes, Adam. Sorry, got 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 to cut you off, dog. Uh, she said, "Favorite pastime." It, it is, <laughs> especially today. She said that she had been trapped in there for years, and that she had stopped counting, and she had been by herself. So I don't know if, like, like if they had been captured with her, or and she said that she had been captured by an enemy country too. I don't know if you peep that too. But she said that she that she had been captured by an enemy con- country or so, something along those lines. So maybe it was by herself. Maybe it was with them and they got away. I don't know. But or she thought that she got captured by another army, and that was actually the infinite labyrinth. Um, and she and then also in terms of the time where she was like, I've been here for years. She didn't actually know that because she lost track of time. She was counting down the days. And if we if we think about it, how much time has passed between um, when we first saw Lark and now? It ha- it's, it, it's had to have been several months, if not like over a year, right? Yeah, probably a couple months. Yeah. Probably a couple months, I would say. So maybe she just lost track and she thought it was years when it was actually just a couple months. Maybe in the infinite labyrinth, there there is no no time. Our time it isn't relative to regular time, because she said she also said that she was eighteen. So it was she was she fucking young as shit when she got put in the labyrinth, or is she infinitely stuck at eighteen? Yeah. So there there's a lot of there's there a lot of a lot questions. Of, yeah, yeah, a lot of unanswered questions. It's just my the, the thing that's in the back of my head. It's like, why did Lark, Glass, and Therese know about the waves? Why were they part of the waves? If um, there is no waves in their world. Right. Well how, well, how do we know there is none? That That's what she said. That's what well, that's what Kizuna was basically yeah. inferring. was that like, oh, there was a different purpose we were summoned. Was that purpose to invade Nafumi's world because they thought it was a hostile world? But then Glass was talking all that shit, and then we saw the samurais and shit. So what the fuck? What? Who? Who's lying? Who the fuck is lying? I need to know. <laughs> Maybe it's not that they're lying; it's that they're they're being told something that isn't that isn't the truth, and they just think it is. Or here's another thing. Now let's take for now. Let's say what Kizuna says too. She has been stuck in there for years, right? Let's take that Maybe like the it's true. Did start there. Maybe the waves weren't a thing back when she was originally outside the li- of the infinite labyrinth. Maybe mm. they came during some time when she was stuck in the infinite labyrinth. Maybe, maybe. It, but again, the the whole reason why the Cardinal Hills got summoned to uh, Nefumi's world was because of the fucking waves, and they said that. The Cardinal Heroes have been summoned before because of the same fucking shit. And this is like a repeating cycle and blah, blah, blah. But that's so in like, his world, though. This is a I, whole different world, though. I I know. I'm But if we're playing under the same goddamn rules, then why would they just show up 
in this in this all new in in a uh, different world. I don't understand that part. Well, they're chasing Kyo down, Kyo down, right? Mm-hmm. And one Philo is not even with them. Yeah, very true. So, very true. So I don't know. It's looking some kind. It's looking very trappy. It is looking very trappy. Where the fuck is Philo's egg? <laughs> He's about she, to have a heart attack if he doesn't see Philo soon. Hey, that's a national treasure, Jamal. <laughs> she needs to be fucking protected at all times. What the, what the hell is going on? Maybe for the duration of our episodes, Christian and B here since he's representing Philo in our season four cover art until Philo's found. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remain during this season, I'm gone. <laughs> all right. So let's fast forward a little bit here. So. Kizuna, um, after uh, Nafumi makes them a meal and uh, it's all good and everything, they're, they're getting friendly with Kizuna. Kizuna leads them to the end of the labyrinth. And uh, Nafumi puts down the seed that uh, we saw earlier in the season where, or was it? He was, he, he was like, he was like, he was like, hey, this is a glitch. What do you do when there's a fucking glitch? Break it. Well, Kizuna was like, this is a, it looks like a door, but it's not. And then Nafumi was like, oh shit, it's a bug. Like it wasn't written out of the system. Um, so we can exploit this just like any three year 2D side scroller game. And so he puts down the seed where like the plant just explodes out. And so it basically just destroys the edge of the infinite labyrinth. And as it's doing so, they jump down to follow the, the plant and um you know kizuna joins them because they're all screaming for her kizuna son uh and so they land outside of the labyrinth so they're back in in kizuna's world so now we're just like oh shit so they actually did make it to a different world and are not just stuck in the infinite labyrinth forever i love in this world that they use chopsticks <laughs> well because kizuna is also uh japanese mm-hmm. and so that little detail where Raftalia and Risha didn't know how to use the chopsticks because they haven't had fantastic. to. And I wish they would have struggled. Like you see Raftalia like stabbing the food with the chopstick instead of just, oh, this is how it works. Like, ah, okay, all right, whatever. That's not a huge detail, but um, would have been funny to see that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just curious, like what, what happens now? Where are we going, baby? This is, this is fantastic. We in a brand new world. We 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 level maybe five right now. What the fuck is about to happen? I I'm think they're level two or three. Their their original ranks back. If mm. they go back to Nafumi's world, no. Like I I just wanted to go back wherever they are. Oh oh yeah no they're they're still they once you go to, what well, well shit I don't know because we don't when, know yet right when when Lark and Glass and Therese came to, to came to the to, came to our world. I, like they, they were they full were power. They, yeah. they they were they were also training on the island that boosts your shit though. So you know that for they were training there for a goddamn reason. They needed they needed to boost too. So think about it that way. They, did did they come with with already ranked up or did they come and did they rank up while they were there? Did glass already come and rank up and shit before she had even had in- encounters with Nefumi. This shit, these are the questions that we need to start asking, bro. <laughs> exactly. And this is all Kyo's fault, to be honest. It is. 
It is. We will soon find out. And I, for one, can't wait. Hey, this episode was just as good. Let's get into rankings. I actually, I really like this episode more than the previous one. Um, Now, there wasn't a lot of fighting. There was a little bit of training and stuff, like level one training, blah, blah, blah. But now we're actually getting to understand, like, what is what the dynamic is between worlds we don't fully understand but we're starting to understand um and it just feels like now this feels like the start of season two um we're actually getting to see where it could be going we have a lot of questions and not just questions like that are making us upset we're actually seeing we're we're having questions where it's like oh like we're finally getting excited about this season so I'm going to, I'm going to bump it up. Uh, this one is definitely at least an eight for me. Um, I think right now I'm going to hold my anticipation back just a tad. Uh, and I'm just going to leave it as at an eight, because like I said, this feels like the start of season two to me. Um, and I think if it's at an eight now, it can only go up from here. Uh, so I'll go with an eight. Well, oh no, I was just going to, I was going to agree with Adam completely. Like, it sounds like we're getting somewhere now. Like, I feel like they could have made that whole turtle shit like a movie. It can honestly been like two episodes only. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I feel yeah, like yeah. I feel like movie form would have would have served it right because we would just been served up on a platter. You're right. Well, I'm I'm agree with you on that one because I'm assuming none of that aside from the fact that Keo is like involved none of that turtle shit is going to carry into this new world. Like, Naofumi doesn't even have the turtle shield, does he? Why wouldn't he? I mean, his shield was different when they pulled up. That is true. Well, uh... And there's, there's probably a level. I don't know. It. It's probably just locked, but I imagine he still has it. Yeah, I'm sure he still has it, but he can't use it. It's far along the skill tree. Right, and that's what I'm saying. So, ooh, th- this is interesting. Damn, we still got more questions. God. Yeah, it, it's interesting. It's interesting. I'll give it an eight. I'll give it an eight. I like I like the direction. I felt I I do feel like now we're getting into the shits. Jamal, I'm gonna definitely give it an eight. Also, there's definitely a lot to look forward to. I like that we got introduced to a new hero. That's and like it's a cardinal hero. Also, it's not like oh, like the star heroes or whatever. It's like this, basically the same thing as now for me. So and like they're both from the same world. So that same general world that I guess. Either everybody's from the same like Japan or different version of Japan is it still follows, mm-hmm. but it's in a totally different world. So I want to see like what what they're gonna do now. And I'm interested to see if what you guys talked about earlier, like I think in the last couple of episodes about like a whole samurai theme or whatever in this next world. I want to see if like that really takes place. Okay. Uh I'm gonna go higher than all of you guys. I'm gonna go 8.5 because I love the attention to detail in this episode. It was truly a New Game Plus experience. Nafumi came in and he was all about, hey, I know what the fuck this is now. I know how to maneuver around. I know that Ralph Talia can't fucking go against old, old boy over there because she's not strong enough right now. I know the fucking rules of the game right now. <laughs> and I'm ready. Right now. I'm ready. My companions aren't, aren't ready yet, but I my mind is there. I'm ready. Like I and and I and I love that about that. Uh, the this whole this whole episode, uh, li- like you said, there wasn't a lot of action going on, but it was just intrigue after intrigue. Like the the tortoise was not 
was not as interesting as what we got going on right now. It felt like a stepping stone to this, and now we're getting into the meeting potatoes, and now we're about to fu- fucking bust this season wide open, and I'm so ready for it. Exactly. Like, two episodes. It definitely didn't need to take... They definitely didn't need to do a whole six episodes. This season's only going to be 13. They could have only spent a third of the time doing the whole Spirits tour shit. After four episodes, then you could have left two-thirds for the rest of the whole season. But now that we're at episode seven, like like the whole stuff like this whole new direction now we only have half of the time right the clock is on like y'all y'all gotta get get a bunch of shit in and we're out feeling rushed right and is this season gonna end off on a cliffhanger are we gonna be still in this goddamn new world like are we going back are we going back anytime soon like what the fuck is happening bro like we got so many unanswered questions we want all the smoke from the rest of this episode season the episode is over that's how you know my brain's dead we've been talking for two hours now so mm-hmm. plug, plug the shit follow us at otaku street pod on twitter if you have anything any topics that you like us to discuss email us at the otaku street at gmail.com if you want to see all things art related, if you want to put in requests for Adam to do pieces that, you know, he think that you'll be a fan of, that he might be a fan of based off his work, go on his TikTok at aq.digital. Love y'all. Keep up, keep supporting us. Keep downloading us. We we see the numbers rising. We see it. We see it. We're, we're right there on the cusp of our breaking out party, guys. Yeah, you guys were here for the launch. I want everybody to know who made it to this point in the episode. We fucking love you. And have a great weekend. And until then, Otaku Street out. Until what? We fucking out of here. (laughs) In honor of Wope actually eating a dick. Mm-hmm. And you know what? There you go. See that's see that's what's that's what the fuck happens when you fucking hate. You fucking bully someone into doing the right fucking thing. They join the goddamn meeting. This entire time we could have been fucking recording. And, and you know what? None of this would have been happening. And Wolpe just got his mic. He had a full year. We had a one year anniversary, and he still didn't get his goddamn microphone. Shut. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My God. And he decided to mute himself just to say, to, to tell me to shut the fuck up. The audacity of this man. Whoa. <laughs> Nodding his head and silence. Shut the hell up.